All right, we're back. Welcome to Tea and Biscuits, part two. Yes. We are here. I'm Julianne. And I'm Stephanie. And we're here to talk about all things hockey as we not drink our tea this time around. We're drinking rosé because of the craziness that is the hockey playoffs right now. Uh, All the things that happened in round one, now we are in round two. Mm -hmm. And I think I would be remiss if we did not talk about um, the craziness of round one into round two. So let's start, Steph, uh-huh. uh, on the West Coast. Yes. Let's start with the series uh, that maybe a lot of people didn't see coming, mm-hmm. the San Jose Sharks versus the Colorado Avalanche. Who in the hell thought that the San... Okay, California person here. Who in the hell thought San Jose Sharks would get past the Vegas Golden Knights? Because at game six, they were down uh, in round one. Right. And then you get that crazy controversial call with uh, Joe Pavelski on the ground. Cody Eakin goes to the box. Four-minute power play. They score four goals. Tie it up. Yeah. As I said, I had a friend who was watching who was not a hockey fan who texted me during that play and said, why is hockey like this? And I was like, it's just, it's so exciting. That's how it is. I mean, anything can happen. <clears throat> Truly anything can happen. I anything. Thought, I thought that they were going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. And then the Joe Pavelski thing happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people going back and forth about whether or not that was the turning point. Yes, it was the turning point for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the controversy is, well, there's this four-minute major that happened that maybe shouldn't have happened. And from what I've read, uh, apologies over to the Golden Knights from the NHL for right. those calls. But, I mean... It's going to be bad when I say this because people will yell at me. But the Golden Knights did fail to clear the whole time, and they allowed San Jose to score those goals. I was I do believe that there was a certain amount of I, as I was watching it, I could see every single Vegas Golden Knight player arguing with the ref in their head. Like none of them were playing hockey in that moment. None of them were even focused after every goal. You could just see them getting angrier and angrier. And I think they were a little too in their head to clear because it was a five minute major. With, what, six, seven minutes left in third period game seven? That's true. Um, That's true. And thank, thank you for the correction. Because yeah. for a second I thought it was just a four, but you're right. It was a five minute. It was five minute. Five minute was five. Yep. Five minutes. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about video review for um, calls like that? Well, I think this is going to go down that road of um, video reviews to me is kind of like the offside review mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. That everyone's going to go, yeah, you're going to miss certain calls, and that's great that there's this offsides review, that there's a coach's challenge, and you mm-hmm. can go ahead and, and do all this stuff. I think what's going to end up happening with the video review is everyone goes, great, like, we really need it because of moments like this, but then now everyone's going to use it for every small little thing. And is it a great thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't know. I mean, you yeah. kind of want hockey to be hockey. Right. Um, at the same time, yes, I think it is unfair mm-hmm. um, in those moments where something like this could have happened, but again... Um, you know, it does happen whether or not we like it because even without video review, there's a lot of BS calls that have been happening right. during the right. playoffs where things haven't been called or if right. they have been called, it's kind of like it's anyone's game. I have no idea why certain calls get made mm-hmm. at all. Right. Like, why is it okay for cross-checking to be okay <laughs> right. in this game, but in the other game, everyone gets called for cross-checking? Right. Or like, you know, you can trip this person, but the second time you trip that person, then you're going to get a call. Like, right. what is going on with the refing? Right. Right. We're um, out there, but the Caps game seven, there was a very clear uh, puck over the glass. The Capitals did in the first overtime, not called. Second overtime, Carolina does the exact same play and it gets called for them, which is just the 
It's kind of inconsistent. It's deeply inconsistent. Definitely That's a light word for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're getting all that stuff, but I mean, what ends up happening is, yeah, there's this momentum mm-hmm. shift, but mm-hmm. the Golden Knights could have shut it down in game seven. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can argue that here we are, we're going into it and everything is happening, but they had a chance to kind right. of... And they did come back the at the end of the game. They did score with yeah. like five females. They did push into overtime. They could have won that game. Ultimately, it wasn't the game ruiner, you know. They, yeah. they still had a chance. They still had a chance. And, yeah. you know, what makes it exciting is that there was this chance to happen because, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, going into game seven after that crazy game six. Mm-hmm. And then here we are, and who should come out of that but the San Jose Sharks, who everyone crazy. thought down. Because, right. remember, they were down three games. Mm-hmm. Um, no one thought they would come back, and here they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are now in round two against the unlikely foes, the Avalanche. And we had mm-hmm. that whole conversation about um, Calgary and the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. And when we had the discussion, um, they had just gotten to round two. They had beaten Calgary. Mm-hmm. So here they are. They've been rested. They're waiting for San Jose. And we're in a series that's tied 1-1. I really thought after the first San Jose game that they won, I was like, oh, San Jose has this. I really thought it was just going to be not a sweep, but something close to. And the Avalanche surprised me in the last game. You know, and this is what we're going to talk about when, you know, when we're talking about, like, non-calls and rough calls. Mm-hmm. Um, huge controversy last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Berry scores a goal after San Jose thinks the puck has been iced. It does not get called. So because they think that the puck has been iced, they all start slowing down, and then this produces this goal. Now, mm-hmm. you can say, mm-hmm. here we go, that, like, they got a sh- Oh, I was about to say, like, swear here on, <laughs> am I allowed to? I don't know. There was, like, a crappy call yeah. on their parts. Um, yeah. The, you know, the refs, like, for San Jose, that's a, a crap call for them. Right. But, you know, now they're on the other side of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I looked to, I did see them tweeting that they killed off a four-minute penalty during one of those games, and we're saying... It is possible to kill off a four-minute penalty, really which is yeah. very deeply snarky. And Vegas is still hurting, so it's maybe a little too soon. San Jose Sharks. I Twitter. will say though that I gotta say Vegas Golden Knights Twitter, their social. I know it's great. Is great. Yeah. yeah. Is great, and so you know, like embrace that bitterness. Yeah, totally. Embrace it. Totally. It's and a I hockey fan's right. It's to be yeah. deeply, deeply bitter, particularly over a refs call. I'm two minds about video review in that I love being able to see it and be able to see them get it right. Well, because there are certain things where they do use it. Um, and all, and other sports too, in soccer, I just I enjoy being able to know that it was the, uh, being able to see the replay, know that it was the right call. But at the same time, I if it was slowing the game down and it was like football, where every minute it would stop, I would be driven insane. So well, I have both minds. And I mean, what's Toronto for? Yeah, Why do they call Toronto exactly. if not Toronto should be reviewed? Don't they review all these mm-hmm. things to begin with? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's controversial. And mm-hmm. again, you're opening a kind of a Pandora's box mm-hmm. when you're allowing you know video reviews for every single thing. Yes. Because they just allow it for five-minute majors. Well, you know. that's what I, I think there is a room to say maybe just playoffs, five-minute majors, automatic video review. I wouldn't be I would surprised. Be okay with that. I wouldn't be surprised that after what happened down in Vegas that right. it's going to happen. But then someone was saying that if they did do that, it would lead to refs not calling five-minute majors maybe because they would just be more hesitant to do it. But, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting it's kind of interesting yeah. to see the fallout too with the refs. That right, both of the refs that didn't go that on, not going which on. is very interesting. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that feels like a big, you know. It's it's kind of one of those, and this is another. It's a whole other conversation that mm-hmm. we're gonna have to have, Steph, when we talk about like off season and changes that we think we're gonna see. Yeah. Um, but for sure, like you know, here we are, um, sitting in round two, and 
again, calls, non-calls, mm-hmm. refs, inconsistencies. Yeah. And, you know, at least this series is tied. Right. We've got um, them going over to Colorado now for game mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Where do we think this is going? What are yeah. your thoughts about I get I I I'm, I am leaning more towards San Jose, but I do strongly feel that my gut is wrong on each of the round two matchups, and whoever I pick will ultimately lose. I will my gut say, is saying San Jose. that with our second chance bracket stats, yeah, I just selected teams that I just like. <laughs> I didn't even think about stats this right. time around. The first time around did not help me, so the right. second time around, I'm just going with who in the heck do I like, yeah. and that's how I win it, and mm-hmm. and I. I will be honest, and my teams right now are disappointing me, but we can talk know, about that. We can talk about that as, go through, as we go through this yeah. bracket. Um, but I will say that with the Avalanche, I think that they're not going to go down without a fight. Right. I don't. I, agree. I don't think this is going to be one of those games where, or one of those series, excuse me, where mm-hmm. it's not going to go less than six. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. I definitely think it's going to go through six, um, and that has a lot to do with what's going on with the, the Avalanche's first line. We talked about it a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, Nathan McKinnon, whole mm-hmm. other level. Uh, his uh, his teammates, we've got uh, Rantanen, and we've got Landeskog, and both of them, uh, beasts. Mm-hmm. They're beasts. Yeah. And uh, the Tyson Berry thing. And their yeah. new guy, Kale. Oh. Kale from... <laughs> oh. Who, uh, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. I was like, uh, there was a fan in the in the audience, uh, I believe it's Kale Markham, um, in the audience that was, uh, you know, using Kale <laughs> as a sort of cheering a pom-pom yeah. because yeah. Uh, they got the Hobie Baker mm-hmm. um, award winner to come in to the playoffs. Amazing. Very first game, scores a goal. So here we are. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche maybe have a chance. Um, my thoughts, also San Jose. Yeah. I'm, th- yeah. I'm going with the momentum of the Joe, Joe Pavelski momentum. That's yeah. not even my California bias. I think I think they're going to try to win it for Pavelski. I think they're going to try to win it for Joe Thornton. Yeah. This is one yeah, of his totally. last years. Um, if they don't get their spotty goaltending from Martin mm-hmm. Jones, I think that they can well, get Well, when he's on, he's really on. Sure. So, yeah. It was, it was kind of, I feel, there's a redemption arc for a few goaltenders in this playoff, which is interesting. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it really is just going to come down to, like, those players that can take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And it's really about, like, a next man up mentality, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a good segue for us to flip over to the Eastern Conference real mm-hmm. quick. And let's talk about what's going on with the Islanders and the Hurricanes. Yes. Um, you and I both did not pick the Hurricanes to go on. <laughs> Did if I, I remember right. <laughs> no, I mean, I truly thought, like, okay, the Caps won the Cup last year. Monkey is off their back. Whatever was happening to them in the playoffs where they would be so great during the regular season and then in the playoffs just tighten up and not be able to, like, get out of the, the second round. I thought it was all gone. I thought all that juju was gone. I truly, I was truly shocked. I mean... I yeah. mean, they took it to seven games. You can give it to them that. No, that. You, you are the Dilly Cup champions. <laughs> you are, you know, ranked so much higher than this team you're against. You have so many, you have Ovi. You have all these great players. And, like, you can't win in seven games against Carolina? I give them no credit for that. <laughs> this is odd. I, I appreciate what Carolina has done, but I think the Caps lost this more than Carolina won. Okay. Okay, I'll agree with you there. I'll agree mm-hmm. with you there. I do think, though that we're seeing the fight from Carolina mostly because of the fact that they had been shut out of the playoffs for over a decade, mm-hmm. um, have exciting, not yeah. won the cup since I believe 2006 mm-hmm. and um, have not been in the playoffs since I want to say 2009. So here they are over a decade. They finally get there. I think 
that they kind of were in that boat of nobody believing in us. Here we got to believe in each other. Right. And that's what got them past the cap. Right. Um, that and maybe some lucky bounces. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think the Cavs, I don't know, whatever it is in the locker room, whatever makes them crazy when it gets to, like, a Game 7, um, it's fascinating to watch. It's fascinating. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like they're, like, huge drama queens. <laughs> they just can't handle the pressure once it gets to a certain point. They just get in their heads. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so we're here now, round yeah. two, uh, Carolina. Riding the wave, they're up two in the series against the New York Islanders. This is not what I thought would happen at all. I gotta say, my heart's bleeding. Yeah. My heart is bleeding because here we are, New York. We gotta get it together. We've yeah. got to get it together. And, um, you know, I'm not gonna hide my fandom at all. Right. I think Most that uh, game one, let's dissect this just yeah. a small bit. Uh, game one, I thought that the Islanders felt a little rusty. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily physically. I think mentally they were a little bit rusty. They had been off so long since they slept the I <laughs> They had so much time to relax. I can't say that was their best game. Yeah. I actually want to say it was probably not their best game. There was a lot of like no goal, no goal calls. There was um, a couple of really crazy rough calls. Uh, you were there. I was there. The 200 section <laughs> with the lovely plebes. Plebes unite. <laughs> Uh, where, you know, we were all screaming at the ice like we were at home, mm-hmm. which was great. There was lots of uh, screaming at the refs, like a lot of A-hole chants, which mm-hmm. were amazing. And from up there, I was got I got to say that I felt like we got a, a little outplayed um, mm-hmm. the first game. But the second game, forget it. I thought that was stolen. Stolen. By the I, refs or? I think, I think the refs helped, but I think Carolina squeaked by on mm-hmm. the fact that it was a game for the Islanders all about puck bouncing. Did you go to overtime or what was the score? Um, it did not go into overtime. Okay. I wish that it did. Yeah. Um, but uh, they won that game uh, two to one. Wow. So let's talk about that yeah, a little bit yeah. because I want to talk about how, first of all, we got a lucky bounce. Uh, Matt Barzell scores uh, off of deflection from a Carolina player into the net. They're up one. Mm-hmm. There is no other scoring happening until the third period where in the first 17 seconds of the game, here goes Carolina, ties the game, oh. and about 46, 47 seconds later, scores the game-winning goal right after. Oh. Um, and then there's no other goal scored the whole other game. Yeah. So, you know, here we are, and I've, I've got to say that, like, on a fan perspective, I thought a lot of the calls from the refs were BS. Mm-hmm. The five-on-three uh, on Scott Mayfield, slashing, aho, his stick broke, oh, boo-hoo, aho. <laughs> I'm sorry, that felt like embellishment to me, and I thought that that call was BS, mm. complete BS. And uh, from that point on, I think that what you were seeing wasn't the fact that Carl- Carolina was playing any harder. I just thought that from there, it was just sort of like the bouncing of the puck, and they've got to figure out a way, and this is not an excuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Islanders need to figure out a way to start scoring again, and they've got to figure out the scoring because it was like they were playing defense the whole time. Mm. But I don't think Carolina was outplaying them at all. Mm -hmm. I think they actually got outplayed by the Islanders and they stole that game. So here we are down 2-0 going to Carolina. Carolina has never lost. Yeah. I was going to say, are you nervous? Because they were great at home. They have never lost at home in the the series, in the first series. But you know what? I do believe that the Islanders are a resilient bunch. Mm -hmm. And Barry Trotz has called it. He says we're going to have to win two games. Yeah. That's all we're going to do. We're going to win two games to come back. And i got to tell you, they got to win at least one. they got to start with one. And after winning one, we can talk about the rest. But I definitely think that they're one of those teams that 
they're no longer considered the underdogs. They're ranked right. higher. Right. Because again, Carolina, wild card. By the way, all the wild card teams made it <laughs> yeah. into round two. Yeah. That's a whole other discussion. Right. But the fact that we're here and now, you know, the Islanders were considered underdogs. Now they're considered the favorites and they're down two. Don't mm. let it get to your heads, boys. No. Don't let it get to your heads. Yeah, yeah. So there we are with the Islanders. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to, uh, do you think, because I felt as, you know, someone cheering for the Pens, that I do think that them being at the Coliseum impacted those first two games, and that helped blow us out a little bit. Well, you know what? Let me tell you. I think that the, the difference between Barclays Center and the Coliseum, yes, you've got really terrible sight lines. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, the Jumbotron is off-center. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is a giant SUV that's just hanging out in a section <laughs> where there could be more seats. Um, yeah, you know, I think that there's a lot of things to be said for Barclays Center, you know, and... But I want to say that the atmosphere that was there was 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 jumping. Like, it was loud in, in Barclays Center. And I don't think you can use that as an excuse anymore. I'm sorry, Islander fans out there who completely disagree with me. But the fact that this place holds more fans should be more of a, you know, positive thing. Because now more fans are allowed to go to this game because you can't fit as many fans in the Coliseum. And that atmosphere shouldn't change from venue to venue mm -hmm. at all. And I, I think that a lot of the criticism that's coming about Barclays Center is about the fact that it's, yeah, it's hard to get to from Long Island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a lot of things that, that go into the Barclays Center. But you can't say that during playoffs that that mm -hmm. place is not jumping because I thought it was jumping. And it would have been more had they actually won. Right. And I don't think you can blame the ice. I don't think you can blame Barclays Center. I think it was crap refs. Mm -hmm. And I think it was this sort of like rusty play mm -hmm. that's been happening. And I think they need to kind of get out of that that yeah. point. Um, yeah. But I will say that it does sound louder on TV <laughs> in the Coliseum because the ceilings are shorter. Yeah. So it sounds like everyone's screaming in the in the Coliseum. And it's like it's still loud at Barclays, but it's not. The level doesn't sound as high. Yeah. But let me tell you, if there was goals scored, people would scream, yeah. jump up and down. Because anyone that saw, you know, um, the last time they were in the playoffs and they got into round two, um, that double overtime goal with uh, JT, uh -huh. the the guy who will not be named. <laughs> he should not be named. But uh, that place exploded like nothing. Yeah. So, um, no, I will not blame Barclays Center. That's but fine. I will say that when it comes back, hopefully, knock on wood here, right? Uh, that when it comes back into Brooklyn, that uh, that everyone has a jump. So. Can I ask you if you've chosen the Islanders to advance or, who's to, or how you're feeling now? Uh, because of the second chance bracket yes. and the way that I stealthily chose in the first round right. based on stats, this time around I went with faves and we all know that Julianne loves the New York Islanders, so she picked the Islanders to go through. But I think that it's going to take six to seven games. And yeah. actually I think I put seven. Yeah, I also think the Islanders, yeah. But, yeah. but we'll see. We'll see. Carolina's on a roll now. I mean, I don't know if... And if they if the Islanders get swept, that'll yeah. be a whole other story, and we can cry about yeah. it um, yeah. because that's the storyline right there. They sweep the Penguins only to get swept themselves. So knock that on wood, Barry Trotz talks to them. Yeah. The leadership group has a conversation, but I will yeah. say that Carolina injury, yeah, injuries about with their goalie mm -hmm. and with Trevor Van Riemsdyk, one of the defensemen, both out of the game. Yeah, and um, we'll see where they're going to yeah, go. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It'll be interesting where to go. Yeah. Um, so here we are, we're yeah. April 30th, uh, currently as we speak, Blue Jackets in Boston. Boston. Blue Jackets are up one in the second. Let's talk about this yeah. game. Let's talk about this game, let's talk about this series. Yeah. What a physical series it's, this has yeah. been. I feel yeah. like whoever gets out of this yeah. round is going to be completely bruised. Right. Broken bones. Right. People are going to be out, like, yeah. there is so much physicality yeah. going on. Yeah. This is crazy uh -huh. to me, to me. 
Um, it's intense to watch. It's very. Yeah. It's very. And I think it's back and forth. They're tied currently. The yeah. series is tied 1-1. They're in uh, Columbus. Uh, tonight they're in Columbus, yes. They're in Columbus tonight. Um, that's right, the canon. Let's yes. not forget the canon. <laughs> they're back in Columbus tonight. They were so to go last week. What is a blue jacket? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? They're like, is that like a bug? Is it like a wasp? What's Guys, a if you don't understand the blue jackets, yeah. are a reference to the Civil War right. the Union. I've had to explain soldiers, that to multiple people. And yeah. that's why they have a canon from right. the Civil War, right. just hanging out. Yeah. I think we need to have a conversation about why you're watching hockey to begin with. Uh, well, yeah, there are people who are not super familiar, but who are confused by the name. Uh, yeah, there's a great article on ESPN about kind of the come to Jesus locker room talk that the Blue Jackets had, um, which I think is very interesting. I mean, I'm very in on them. I would love for the Blue Jacket one of the series. Uh, I will say that I, too... Uh, rooting for the Blue Jackets, I like the underdog mentality. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Steph. I feel mm-hmm. like the Bruins are kind of the given team here. Yeah. Everyone's expecting them to go on, and yeah. as we've seen with these uh, chaos playoffs, <laughs> you know, believe in the unexpected. Yeah, I mean, it can happen. I mean, they mm-hmm. can drop out. Like, and I think that what you're going to see here, I don't think Columbus is going to go down without mm-hmm. a fight. No, um, I think this this is going to go to seven. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts about that? I oh, interesting. They're going to six or five. Um, it depends. I think it depends on who wins tonight. Um, yeah, I was surprised by the Blue Jackets last game. I was like, all right, you guys got some fight in you. You you want to sweep it. You want to sweep like you stopped the lightning. Well, I will say, though, that that first game out of round yeah. two, yeah. where, you know, they were rusty per se, yeah. they got into overtime. Yeah. And this last game around overtime. Yeah. So if they take it into overtime again, I yeah. mean, it's hard fought, I definitely yeah. thought to myself that they looked a lot better than the Islanders did after that same kind of sweep break. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're in it. Mm-hmm. I think they're in it and they believe it. And I agree. I, whatever come to Jesus moment they had, yeah. um, a couple weeks before the season ended right. that prompted them into this playoff push. Yeah. Rich Tortorella brought everyone in to be honest and clear the air of all grievances. I mean, I can believe it. I yeah. can believe them going to the finals. Yeah. So, you know, not to say that the Bruins aren't great. Right. right. I think Marchand is excellent. This, yeah. He's played very well. I think Bergeron's been great. Yeah. Um, Chara, who's 43, <laughs> still kicking, playing like yeah. he's a young chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the goaltending is on point. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Boston can do it, but I, I definitely do think, I think if you're talking about, like, the underdogs and just the way that it's been a crazy playoffs, yeah. I say Columbus for this yeah. round. Me too. I would, yeah. I feel like I would be disappointed if it was Bruins in the final. Not, not as exciting. Well, because... The Bruins have won before. Yeah, exactly. And, and barely recently, yeah. so. So, in Columbus? Yeah, that's not, how, that's not how these chaos playoffs to go down with the Bruins win. Yeah. I want something more unexpected. Like um, the Blue Jackets getting out of their second round ever. I think it'd be amazing to see teams that have never won yes, get into the finals. Doing. And there's just a handful of them here, mm-hmm. right? We've got the Blue Jackets, we have the Sharks, we have the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. Great segue. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We're talking St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. Versus the Dallas Stars. Yeah. We're in this series uh, 2-1 St. Louis Blues after a crazy game the other night where they won 4-3. to three. Let us talk about the fact that Tyler Sagan ties the game two minutes to go. And then 38 seconds later, Patrick Maroon scores the game-winning goal and the Blues are up. In the series, two one. It was amazing. I we, we talked about how crazy the scoring scoring has been in the second round. 
I, I feel like, yes, like what's been going on uh, lately is I feel like there's no scoring happening for yeah. periods at a time. And then all of a sudden, somehow in the third period, people just decide that they want to score goals. Yeah. Because they're tired and they don't want to go to overtime. So here we are <laughs> with these crazy things. And I think it has a lot to do with like the ref calls. And uh-huh. we were talking about the inconsistency of the ref calls. But also because of the strange like thing that's the phenomenon that's mm-hmm. been going on with the idea that like, when people are scoring goals, they're scoring goals right next to each other. Exactly. When I was watching the game last night, and I was checking out at like a store, and I was in line, and I was watching on my phone, and like they scored right. Someone scored just as I was going through, and I was like, yes. And then as soon as I got out after I paid, they had scored again. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> back-to-back goals in the span of like a minute. Chaos playoffs. It's stuff. chaos playoffs. You can't take your chaos eyes away playoffs. for a minute because you're something. Well, you know, and here, I'm sure people say, Louis, uh, you know, we're thinking, oh no, the Stars are going to win this game. And then never say never <laughs> right. in hockey. No. I have seen teams <laughs> score, I mean, even back to the Sharks, like mm-hmm. three or four goals in the span of like mm-hmm. 30 seconds, a minute, two mm-hmm. minutes. You can win this whole thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, with mm-hmm. just seconds to spare. Right. So I think until the the buzzer rings, right. don't 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 do not yeah. do not count the team out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here we are with Blues and the Stars. Uh, I went with the Stars on this one. I am also rooting for the Stars. So and I, love I mean, myself and Tyler Sagan, loving this loving this team. I you know I gotta love the hockey bros, Ben and Sagan. <laughs> uh, I think they're gonna will it after that whole controversy. We talked about it uh-huh. in the uh, the first discussion, right, right, right. Um, where they kind of got taken to task by their owner. Uh-huh. Oof, that was rough. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're just out to prove people wrong. And you just saw Sagan try to be clutch in exactly. the last game. I think they're going to try to win it in this next one. I I'm getting less and less sure though. The Blues are looking really good. I feel like it's likely that the Blues will go on. I'm rooting. I will. I I pick the stars. I'm rooting for the stars. But I will say I with the Blues, I'm getting nervous. That I do like the fact that the Blues have never won a Stanley mm-hmm. Cup in their entire franchise, and they're mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and they're kind of close, and they're getting yeah. through it. And a couple of years ago, people thought the Blues were going to make right. it into the Stanley Cup Finals, didn't get there. Were they the ones with one of the worst teams in the league, like, in 2019? Was that the Blues? Uh, They were one of the worst teams in the league at the beginning of this season. Turned their team around. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are in round two from a wild card. No, no, I take it back. I think Dallas was the wild card in this one. Um, And so, but turned their season around to, to be a top three team in their, their, uh, their division. Um, and Crazy. here we are, and I definitely think that, yeah, St. Louis has, I think, Tarasenko, yeah. if he kind of heats up at the right moment. Great um, name, great we've, player. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, you know, there's, like, a lot of goaltending happening. Yeah. Their rookie goaltender, mm-hmm. Bennington, is on oh my God. fire. Yeah. So, yeah, don't count the St. Louis Blues, blues out, but I, I definitely went uh, with Dallas. I think this is going, this series is going to stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't know. I think it's going to be a hard-fought series. I can see it going long. Exciting, yeah. I think all of I Did you think any of them were going to go quickly, aside from, dare I say, the odds? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which is my like, gosh. <laughs> Stuff. Like, dagger to the heart. Sorry. Dagger to the heart. Sorry. You know? But it does seem like the only I one shouldn't say might... anything, though, because it depends to get swept. <laughs> exactly. Before, so I shouldn't exactly. say anything. It happens. It does happen. happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. And I will say... I want to believe that Barry Tross is going to get a, a game. Get it together. Yeah. He's going to get this team together. So, yeah. you know. He did it last year with, you know, with the Caps. You just need to win one game. 
Was it, honestly, weren't the Caps down 2-0 to Carolina last year in the first round, and then the Caps came back and won? And then went on no, to the playoffs? No, Carolina was not in the playoffs last year. What? They were down 2-0 to the Blue Jackets. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, and then the yeah. Blue Jackets, and plus speaking of, yeah. okay, as we tangent back into just the general round two yeah. um, stuff, so John Tortorella, I guess, last year mm-hmm. uh, made everyone go back on the plane in between the games uh, at Washington immediately following... Um, their wins uh-huh. and this year apparently he blamed himself for the fact they were up 2-0 and they didn't get enough rest and then they lost to Washington in that series okay. that they stay overnight in the town they're in wow. after each of their games before they get back on a plane and go home so I think uh-huh. that mentality there come to Jesus moment Torches in. <laughs> he's letting them get some would, rest. Do you think Tortorella, like in that moment, like was like asking the players, like, "What is he doing wrong?" And some player was like, "Remember last year when you made us get on the plane?" Probably, I'm still angry about it. Probably. <laughs> and you know, it didn't work. That'd be amazing. I, I think that's what's going down. I also yeah. think what's going down, like you know, circling back to like all these kinds of like different scenarios with what's happening with a lot of these teams. You know, Carolina next man up mentality yeah. with all their players going down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like they're kind of in this zone too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's like it's anyone's game. I think yeah. I feel like the the Eastern Conference is a little bit more set than what's going on in the West Coast. I think the West Coast is a little yeah. bit more wild. Anybody's game. Wild, wild West. <laughs> yeah, truly. Anything could happen. So I, I can't even call it. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I really did envision in my head – as we go ahead and talk about the conference finals in our yeah. in our next uh, yeah. in our next discussion, yeah. part three, uh-huh. I think it's going to be uh, Dallas versus the Stars in an ideal world. Well, Dallas versus the Sharks. Or Dallas versus yeah. Sharks. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Dallas versus the Sharks. Yeah. And Columbus versus the Isles. Knock on wood. I get I, that is also what I have and what I think is what I'm ready for to happen, but. Honestly, I could see it going the like, every one <laughs> yeah. of us being the other. Flipped. Yeah, I could we're going to turn out three, and I'm just going to be crying, crying into my rosé. At that point, it won't yeah. even be rosé. I'm going to have hard <laughs> liquor. I'll be drinking whiskey. I'll be drinking some bourbon. It's going to yeah. go down We started hard. tea. We went to rosé. We, we ultimately ended up whiskey. Yeah. I think by the time we get to the Stanley Cup finals, yes. I think we would just have given up drinks in general. Yes. Because, forget it, yeah, yeah, yeah. out the window. So... That's where we're at. <laughs> it's exciting. Are you right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you concerned about Carolina having Justin Williams, Mister Game Seven, if it gets to a Game Seven with the Isles? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am worried. I, I, <laughs> yes, I, I'm believe, I believe in that mojo. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's, it seems real. <laughs> it seems seems real. Like yeah. he hasn't let it down, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just kind of the idea of like Will Smith opening Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, and he exactly. Was on fire. Like I, yeah. I do believe in a. Yeah. Game seven, Justin Williams turn around, and yeah. that scares me a little. Right. It's a nice thing to have on your team. It's a nice yeah. thing to have in your back pocket. But I just yeah. want to know that there's going to be fight enough to get to a game seven. So, dear yeah. Islanders, mm-hmm. putting it out there in the universe. Yes. Please, please don't let it be a sweep. That's yeah. all I ask. That's, that's I mean, that's, that was my mantra last <laughs> series, and it did not I go just, well for me. <laughs> I just win one for dignity, and it did not happen. So I know. What can we say? Like, And I, yeah. I'll be very shocked. And you know right. what's going to happen, though? Is um, does anyone does your goal team goaltender seem shaken or is there? I don't think so. Yeah, I think yeah. Leonard's playing great. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not worried on that end. Yeah. I just think that there needs to be goal scoring. We were outscoring yeah. the Pens. Sorry, Steph. We were outscoring <laughs> the Pens in the first round, yeah. and we're here, and we can't get a puck on net. And yeah. I just think that that's going to need to be fixed in order for us to get past that. So yeah. 
We shall see. Exciting. But I will say, though, that Carolina actually has a higher uh, chance of getting the Stanley Cup final if you're looking at betting Okay. at this point because of the fact that they're up 2-0 in the series. Oh, but yeah. that changes all the time. Of course, yeah. That changes all the time. Yeah. Um, but, it's uh, the most dangerous league in hockey. It means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen. It's true. Yeah. That is the most dangerous league in yeah. hockey. I will agree with that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can go ahead and see a turnaround, and the next time we talk, maybe there will be... Yeah. If you, okay, if you had to pick your ideal final from the teams that are playing in the second round, who would your ideal final be? Uh, Eastern Conference final and... Uh, oh, your ideal Stanley Cup final. Stanley Cup final. The Sharks versus... versus the Islanders. The Islanders. My West win, win. Coast love versus my East Coast love. Win, win. And what would it be? It'd be like Sophie's Choice. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, actually, I'm not even going to jinx it. I'm not going right. to tell you who I think would win that kind of a series. Right. But there's so many great scenarios of like if that doesn't happen if you have like for example the Bruins versus the Sharks mm -hmm. there's a Joe Thornton storyline who used yeah. to be a Bruin or the Bruins versus the Stars and the Tyler Sagan storyline because yep. the last time he won a cup he was a Boston Bruin so you have that kind That'd of like fun. clashing yeah. you've got the St. Louis Blues who have never won a cup how about if it's the Hurricanes yeah. the Hurricanes who have never won a cup oh no they won a cup okay take it back the Blue, Blue Jackets. Jackets yeah the Blue Jackets who have never won a cup versus the St. Louis Blues who have never won a cup someone's gonna great. win it's kind of like the drought that happened in baseball <laughs> yeah with the with the oh god um, the Cleveland Indians um and um the um, White Sox, right? The Cubs? Yeah, the Cubs. The Cubs. That's what I meant. That's what I, I meant. Think, I think. That's what I meant. Someone yeah. who's listening to yeah. now is like thinking to themselves, please stick to hockey. Don't talk about baseball. We don't, we don't. Well, I know. You know, yeah, I know nothing. So, yeah, no. I mean, but yeah. I think there's a lot of crazy scenarios and I'm, I'm really excited to see where this is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we've gotten to the end. Yes. And we're going to talk about our mystery. <laughs> So first yeah. episode mystery was the mystery of the flying puck. Which we have not gotten to the bottom of. Which we have of. not solved. <laughs> Nobody has helped us. Anything more confused. I, you know, and I myself want to a deep dive into Twitter to see the last time the flying puck tweeted was uh -huh. 2016. Okay. So, so that did not help me. But people were still going to the flying puck in April and right. March. They just suddenly stopped. Existing. Existing in May. They were so. disappeared. It's very, very, very strange. I would say by the time the Stanley Cup final happens, we will have figured out what happened to the flying puck. I hope so. Not going to win. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our, that'll be our promise. Because we need to find a, a, another hockey bar that will turn the sound off. Exactly. So. It's tough to find in New York. All right. Yeah. So is that going to be our continuing mystery? Yeah. Mystery of the that flying puck? continuing mystery. All right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until we get an answer and then we can pick a new one. Until, okay, that's, that's where we're going to go. Yeah. All right, so cheers to everyone yes. out there listening. Here we are, Chaos Playoffs. Let's see what's going on next <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, we'll check in next week, see how many Game 7s we have. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a drink after this. Yeah, exactly. All right.